0: Hello, hello hello. I'm back. Um it's been a little while. It's been um too long um for me to drop this episode and to even record it. But I have my reasons for it. So thank you for coming back. Hi. It's good to be here and I'm so excited to actually record this episode cuz you know what? It's actually really re- really therapeutic to just set up the mic, get in the zone, um think about what I want to talk about. It also allows me to just sort through my own thoughts, um, which makes you think about what is it that I want to talk about, what's the message, what's the story, because you know, I love telling a story, and also what's my purpose for the episode, so yeah, I've been dwelling on this one for a little while, um, and... reason that it's taking so long is because life, life happens and um, things were completely out of my control and I get into it. There's a few things that are new in my life, taking up a lot of my time for the past week or so Um, and then other things as well. So first and foremost I was very sick for a little while and um, my voice just didn't sound um, like something you wanted to hear in your ears so I spared everyone from my sick sniffly voice until I recovered from the cold or the flu or whatever it was I was trying to take my life because honestly there was points where I was like am I still sick like this is ridiculous um so yeah I just waited for the flu to sort of pass and you know what I think sometimes when I don't know if you guys are like this or if anyone else is like this I'm pretty sure there are a lot of people out there that just function through even really tough periods I mean always always in my life even things have gotten like really hard or if I'm not feeling well or I should have been taking a break I didn't and I just work through it and I just make myself almost like miserable because I don't give myself the breaks that I need or I never used to at least I think as a more fragile older person now (laughs) at my tender age of 26 um I allow myself a lot more grace and a lot more um, space to just rest and recover but I remember especially when I was younger oh my gosh it just felt like everything was non-stop and it felt like if I stopped I could never start again so there was no breaks there was no pauses there was no we're going to slow down and then see what happens whether it was uni whether it was like work whether I had like three jobs at the same time or whether it was exercise would never miss a gym session. Would never miss a run session. it was crazy, and although I built discipline, I don't think it was the healthiest thing, and I don't think it's something you can always keep up with. Um, so yeah, I allow myself. I'm not going to get into this too much because this is totally what not the episode is not about. Um, but it's just it's just interesting that now I allow myself to take breaks a little bit more. I don't know if it's because I'm a bit kinder to myself. Or is it that I genuinely just can't handle the pressure anymore? So when I get sick or something happens, I'm like, okay, time out. Let's sit down and think about what's happened and reflect and then we'll come back when we're ready. So... I'm much better now, Um, and the cold is gone, thank you, thank God, Um, and yeah, I'm back to normal life again, so yeah, I'm grateful for my breath, because I couldn't breathe, and I'm grateful to not be coughing through the night, because yeah, that was gross, but more importantly, the most important thing that's happened in um, the past week or so, um, is that I uh, got myself a cat. I've always wanted to have a pet. I was one of those kids that begged to have a pet and never got one. I mean, we had rabbits, but rabbits don't do anything. They're a little bit boring. No offense to anyone that has rabbits. They just sit there and eat, they don't even acknowledge you. So it never really felt like I had a pet. And I decided, you know what? It would be nice for me to have a pet for one because I love cats. I love them. And I think they're so entertaining. And I think they can keep you company as well, which is really nice. Um, But also, I think I was just at that point in my life where I thought, well, if I don't do it now, then what am I waiting for? I don't know. Sometimes we plan milestones as if something needs to happen for the next thing to happen. But sometimes you don't need something to happen for the next thing to come along or you don't need a sign or a milestone to reach like, okay, I need to have, I don't know, a family for me to get a pet. I just thought, you know what, I really want a cat. I've wanted a cat for a really long time. And then I came across my kitten and I instantly loved him. I saw his picture and I was like, Yeah, I need to go see him, ASAP. And when I saw him And from the second that I held him, I was like, yep, this is my kitten. We're going to be best buds. And now he's been with me for a week and I've just sort of been adjusting to the cat mom life, which, by the way, is not easy at all. It's a lot of running around because he runs around. He's a little bit of a crackhead. Um, Okay, that's a lie. He's a lot of a crackhead. Um, So it just means that I'm running around. Because he's running around and then he won't let me sleep. And then I think that sort of affected um, my cold as well. But you know what? I'm grateful. I would rather have these problems to deal with than anything else because it brings me joy and it's brought me so much excitement. And you know what? For the first time in my life, and don't take this the wrong way, it just feels like I constantly have someone there Um, because I guess I've lived by myself for a long time, even though I've shared with friends, you still sort of live by yourself, and I've never really felt like I've had, I don't know, it's weird, because when people grow up in big families and stuff, there's always someone around, or someone to go to, I don't think I've ever had that, really, and I always wanted it, I mean, I always begged my mum to um, bring me a sister, I don't know how, but I used to ask for it, because I was like, well, if I have a sister, then we can really hang out and like we can be together and then I'll always have someone there to play with and my big big self adult self now has someone to play with so my little self my childhood self is really really happy with that and you know what it's been so amazing because it just it's just so nice to have sort of the energy around and to think about something beyond myself um and I think that's been the biggest thing that I've sort of noticed. Only because I think it's just really easy for us to just focus, especially if you spend a lot of time by yourself, it's very easy to just to, to dwell on your own life, on your own, on your own thoughts, on your own problems. And not that that's such a bad thing, I think it can bring a lot of self-awareness, but Sometimes it's really good to not focus on yourself and that's why this episode is called what it's called. I mean, you can never tell from the titles of my episodes what I'm going to talk about. I, I mean, I wouldn't be able to tell but I guess it's just how my brain works when I'm putting the um, words together. I'm like, yes this sounds sick, it's almost like my thoughts come out in a sentence, and that sentence alone can just let you know how chaotic it is up there, Um, but basically, I think since getting my kitten, aka Mochi, aka Momo, aka Chichi, you can call him whatever you want, Um, I mean, I don't even call him Mochi, to be fair, I call him a million other names that are not Mochi, Um, since getting mochi I think the thing that I realized is that focusing on him has allowed me to focus on myself a little bit less but it's also allowed me to deal with myself a little bit better and I know this is such a unnecessarily profound thought to have just because I bought a cat but It is definitely something that I've noticed and I've always known that actually a lot of times when we start to struggle with our thoughts or when we start to struggle with something that's on our mind, um, it's mostly because one, we're focusing on it a little bit too much, two, we're probably bored, Um, three, I think when you're really, really deep into it, you fail to see the whole picture And you fail to see the solution and the way out of it. It's almost like you're in a maze. Like if you look at a maze from outside, um, you can see the way out, I guess, if it's not too complicated. But if you're right in the middle of it, you have to go back and forth and through many, many closed paths and confusing paths until you figure out sort of what, what the exit looks like or where you can get out of the maze. And I think it's the same thing. I think when we're really deep in our thoughts about things in our lives, Just makes it seem so much worse or almost so much more than it actually is. And I think we can, if we can look past our own problems or anything that's going on in the moment, I don't want to make this just about problems, but I think the only angle that I can come from is if there's something negative going on. um, What you realize is there's just so much more. I mean, I think a lot of people can relate to this. There are times, I think, in my life where. I've been so tied up in something or a thought. And it's funny because you can have a million thoughts in a day. You can literally sit there and think about physics or think about flowers or think about a football game. But what tends to happen is a good 60% or like 70% of your brain space is taken up by the same recurring three thoughts. And it's so frustrating because if you could just stop dwelling on it sometimes, you actually see that the things that we're struggling with are not that bad, or they're not that impossible, or the person that's causing us the heart pain or the heartache is actually not trying to do that, but because we're so tied up in our thoughts, we sometimes just make it so much more than it actually is, and I think if we have any kind of tools to be able to just for a moment come out of our own heads, come out of our own body, almost see ourselves from the outside, see our thoughts from the outside, feel our feelings without relating to it too much, then it's almost like, you're like, oh my gosh, it's, it's actually not as bad as it is, that's why sometimes exercise is such a nice escape, and I'm convinced people that exercise a lot are running away from something, um, but, <laughs> including myself, um, but I do think exercise just allows you for a moment to forget about your thoughts because you're fighting for your breath or you're tired or you're just so tied up in the moment that you forget those thoughts that you were having in the morning or the the sort of conundrums that you were dealing with and i think it's been the same thing with with mochi because since he's been here because i'm so much more concerned about his well-being and making sure that he's okay make sure that he's well-fed make sure he's happy make sure he's not digging my plants or chewing on them um, it just means that i've momentarily have managed to just step out of my own head even though i've stepped right back in those moments have really helped me because every time i've stepped back in i've come back with a little bit more clarity and i think taking care of other people or other things can really do that for you and taking care of other people's problems can also very much do that for you it's not to say that if we're going through something or something bad has happened or something we're feeling that's not so pleasant that we should just forget about it and focus on something else entirely I'm more addressing those thoughts that keep coming back all those problems that keep recurring and it's just taking up so much of your brain space because I know that when I'm going through something My brain is all in it. I can't forget about it. It's just, it's impossible. And I think a big part of why we've become so tied up in ourselves is because of the times that we live in as well. Hear me out. Stay with my theory. As I've always said, I think because I grew up in a different country when I was younger, also I grew up in a different era. I've seen a way of life that I think is very, very different to how we're living now. Not to say that that was better or this is worse or this is better. It was just different. And it allows me to make comparisons that I wouldn't have been able to otherwise. And one of the things that I've noticed, especially with my family that don't live in the UK, um, they live back home or in other countries, is that, well, more so when they were growing up as in like my parents or when we were younger as well, because they were surrounded by a massive community big families, lots and lots of things going on. Often people had their elders in the family, often people lived in big houses. I mean, my family didn't, but I'm aware that there are a lot of cultures where families live together, or um, you have grandparents in the house, which I think is so wonderful um, because children can learn a lot from their grandparents. So if they're in close proximity, it's just that the effect and the love that they can bring is not something that you can replicate um so I think having that element of taking care of each other really allowed people to live more authentically and I think the difference and what I've noticed especially in my own life because for example I moved out when I was 18 and my time has been mine and mine alone and I think that can make you feel not feel that can make you quite selfish because I don't have to split my time with anyone no one inconveniences me, no one has to, I don't have to move out of anyone's way, so it just means that I'm constantly becoming more and more obsessed and concerned with my own problems because I don't have someone else's problems to deal with and I think that's the beauty of having family around or living within communities where you do have to take care of other people, where you do have responsibilities and you have accountability towards other people and I think that not only is it wonderful to have I also think it can make you a much much better person and what's happened in our generation even if you haven't moved out of home it's not to say that you have to live by yourself but what's happened is that we're all so concerned with our own growth and our own experiences and our own ways of doing things and the grind and the hustle and friendships fashion fitness money, you name it, jobs. We've become so obsessed with our own life that we fail to see that there's so much more out there. It's not to say that we've intentionally done this. I think it's just the time that we live in has made us become more selfish. And that's why I think having an external person, someone else to worry about can be such a good thing. So even if it is that we have to look after plants or look after a cat or look after a dog or look after your partner, I mean, don't even get me started on the fact why people can't maintain relationships or people can't get into relationships. I'm not a relationship expert in any way, but I have made observations based on our mentalities and our thoughts towards relationships. And I think the reason that especially Again, hear me out, my own theory on this, um, that you don't have to agree with it in any way, especially living in a big city where there's the hustle and the bustle and you have to keep grinding and you have to be a certain way and you have to keep up with trends and people and events. Again, you become so obsessed with the idea of yourself and that main character syndrome just flares up that it's almost impossible for for us to connect authentically with people um, because we're not willing to forget about ourselves just for a minute, or we're not willing to put our pride down, or we're not willing to be more vulnerable because it's me, me, me. It's my problems. It's my achievements. It's me and myself and I. And I think that just means that we're not fulfilled. I think sometimes we're really... Mistaken, and we're really sort of misled to think that the more we focus on ourselves, the more content we become. But I actually think it does the complete opposite. So, my solution has always been, and this is something that I've sort of consciously have always done if I'm going through something and I genuinely can't seem to snap out of it, or something is happening, or I've gotten bad news, or something has gone wrong, I try and focus on someone else in my life. And I think even just sitting down and listening, for example, to my mum moan about something that's happened. I shouldn't use the word moan. Listening to my mum tell me about something that's happened um, or just sitting down talking to my friends about some of the things that's going on in their lives, hear about their relationship problems, their work problems, what any type of problems that they're having. It's almost like for those 10, 15, 20 minutes... I'm just there for them not for me but then when I come back and I can be there for me I come back with a little bit more peace and a little bit more clarity and then that allows me to sort of deal with my own problems too this takes me back to something that they used to always say on friends um I don't know if you I mean most people have probably watched friends um back to back end to end I've definitely seen friends a million times. It's not a show that I would watch now, but I remember, especially through uni, it was my comfort show. That the minute season last season was done, we're back to the first season. So I know, I know that show word by word, and I remember there was um that episode where Phoebe was like trying to do a selfless act. No, it wasn't Phoebe. It was Phoebe. Yes, it was Phoebe. She was trying to do a selfless act to say that there are selfless acts. And the whole point of the episode was that actually, even when we are being selfless, it's still quite selfish because we get a reward from it. I wholeheartedly believe that too, because I think even when we are being there for people or doing things for people, you still walk away with a lot of reward, a lot of benefits and growth for yourself. And I think that's the point that I'm trying to make, just because we do more for other people, or we split our time with other people, or we allow ourselves to be more available to other people, doesn't take away anything from us, in any shape or form, it actually just makes us better, and then also I think on top of that, it grows our capacity to do that more, so often I used to really run away from, for example, if there was something going on in the family, or with my friends, I used to really just sort of run away from it to protect my own peace, And protecting your own peace is such a myth because you don't protect your peace by not being exposed to stuff. You protect your peace when you have coping mechanisms and you understand things on a different level so then it doesn't disturb your peace. But just being isolated or doing your own thing or just keeping yourself at an arm's length from everything, whether it's friendships, whether it's family, whether it's relationships. And I think the relationship is a real thing where a lot of us are just really not trying to explore that topic or that area because we're protecting our peace air quotes but actually I think what it's doing is just that we're isolated and we're not protecting anything (laughs) because if we were to be involved in something we would still react in the same way and that's something that I read the other day that really made me think about it and I thought you know what it's true because have I actually learned to deal with certain situations and have I actually learned to deal, deal with my past so then I can form healthy relationships now? Or is it more that I'm just keeping myself away from problems and I'm under the impression that I'm such a strong and understanding babe when I'm just a distant babe? And I've definitely experienced that with family as well where there's been there's been times where there's been something going on, a conflict or something unpleasant has been going on and my theory or my explanation to myself has been I'm just protecting myself so I'm going to keep myself at a distance but that didn't do anything good for anyone not for me not for my family whereas now what I find is that if someone's going through something within my friendship group or my family um, actually going into it dealing with it with them just allows me to find my own peace as well and I don't create that space between myself and problems as much now don't get me wrong I still have a really really long way to go because I'm very much an avoidant babe so like if something doesn't match with how I feel or if I feel like I need to be vulnerable or I feel like I need to be a bit more open about what I'm feeling then I'll just run away from it and I think a lot of us do that and I'm just trying not to be that person, and I think it's easy in certain situations to be quite selfless, especially when it comes to people that we're very close to, but then we can't extend the same courtesy sometimes to like our families, or people we're not as close to, or even a stranger, or people that we know, or a colleague, or a neighbour, um, and we justify it by, yeah, that they, they don't need that from us, or we don't need to give that to them, but actually I think making it a habit. To just be there for other people. Um, I think one helps other people, to it helps ourselves as well. And then lastly, as well, what I was thinking about, there's a book that I read that's actually one of my favorite books ever. And going back to my um, idea of not idea, but my thoughts on some of my favorite podcasts, I have to actually say my favorite, most favorite podcast is On Purpose by Jay Shetty. And I didn't actually listen to his podcast as much before I read his book. Um, Maybe I did, I don't remember actually. It's been a really, really long time since I've listened to him. And one of the things that he talks about, so his first book is called Think Like a Monk. And I absolutely loved it. I would recommend it to anyone. That book has a wealth of knowledge that you can just sit there and learn, 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 learn. And it's very enjoyable to read. But one of the things that he really focuses on is um, this whole idea of um, service to others and a lot of my points actually come from my own experience in this area but then also a lot of the advice that I've taken from his podcast too and it's all around when we're doing stuff for other people that's when we truly reach full sort of contentment and he believes that there's no way that you can be content in this life if your life is not dedicated to service to others and I think that makes total sense because what i see a lot of times is people especially when you meet really religious people um that are very dedicated to their communities and their religion i'm not saying everyone but some of the most peaceful people that i've seen um and content people that i've seen are people that um have sort of dedicated themselves to a community or a cause that they believe in because really and truly what else matters if there's something that you really care about and it's really close to your heart anything could go wrong but that still trumps everything else and it takes priority so then it just makes it so much easier to deal with some of these other stuff because you have that sort of hierarchy of what's important to you and honestly for me going back full circle moment to mochi just having him around and having having to be concerned about him has made me less concerned about myself and I love it because I'm one of those people that struggles to get out of my own head and him being here and him being the thing that I care about most just means that I can deal with everything else because I need to take care of him. So if something goes wrong, I still need to get up and feed him. I still need to make sure he's okay. I still need to play with him because otherwise he would scratch the hell out of me. Um, So everything else has to wait because his well-being right now takes priority. And I must admit, some stuff has happened recently that I would have really, really struggled to deal with if it wasn't for his presence and sort of Emotional support. I don't think he realizes that he's giving me the support that he is because he sleeps about 23 hours in the day. But I'm just grateful that I get to worry and care for someone else beyond myself. And I can only imagine this is what mothers feel like. I'm not a mother, but I can imagine that having a family or having a child to look after, same with fathers as well, because obviously. Kids, wife, family, partner, whatever you want to call it, having that sort of purpose that's beyond yourself is bound to change you as a person and it's bound to make you better. So, yeah, hats off to our fathers and to our mothers. Mothers hold a really special place in my heart because they basically have dedicated their lives to their children and they deserve the world. And as a new cat mum, I must say, I really relate and I, um, Consider myself um, to be a full mom right now, but anyways, I'm really glad to have been able to record this episode because there was something else that I wanted to talk about. But actually, I think my feelings of love and care and just seeing life a little bit differently for the past week was just too important to not to share. And I know that my feelings will change as I go along, as I learn more about just being this new person that has to take care of something else but then also other circumstances have changed which means that I'm changing along with it too and I'm just really happy for it because I just feel like life just gives us sometimes little adventures or missions to complete and I think this is my mission right now and I'm just happy to be a part of it. I really hope to share more of my thoughts and more of my observations on life. Life is changing fast, I'm changing along with it and I hope to document my thoughts and my beliefs and sort of my reactions um, to these changes as we go along. I'm sure in two, three, four, five years time I'll look back And I'll be able to see exactly how the events that are happening right now, such as becoming a cat mom, such as other things that have changed in my life, have led to wonderful things in the future. I'm just happy to be able to document it and I'm happy to be able to share it just in case there's something that you're sort of struggling with or something that's just circling around in your mind. There's always something else to focus on and there's always a way out. It just means that we need to just step out of our own heads just for a moment to really see these other things that we can really love and appreciate. That's my theory on it. That's my, I don't want to call it advice because I'm not advising anything. Um, I'm just sharing my own experience and thoughts on it. Um, But I hope that it's able to help someone out there. Thank you so much for coming back. I'm really happy that I've got the chance to share my thoughts and my experiences on this. If there's anything that resonated, I'm super, super grateful that you've come back to listen to my voice and to take away something from it. Um, I don't want to call it advice in any way because I don't think it's advice. It's just my experiences, Um, but I really hope that I can share more and more of my experiences on such things in the future. So if there's anything that's on your mind or there's something that you're really struggling with, just know that if just for a moment you can focus on someone else or something else, you'll find a whole world of things that you can really care about and really love and can just allow you for a moment to not worry about whatever it is that's going on in your mind. Thank you for coming back. I really appreciate this and I really appreciate your presence and hopefully we'll be back soon look after yourselves bye